Welcome back to Painted Jungle Podcast. Today is actually not Painted Jungle. It's just it's just the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Ted is out because he has to take care of some business because he's going to LA tomorrow. And so we thought about, you know, maybe canceling the episode for this week. But we thought of you guys, our fans. So we're like, nah, we can't do that. So Ted's gone, but I had to pull some strings. Called up one of my good homie, our brother, David. Can you introduce yourself? Uh, what's up? Nice. A little louder. More enthusiasm, please. What's up? Okay. David. Sweet. That's David. And then we have our um, old guest, Jabin. Kim. Yo. What's up? A little more enthusiasm, please. Uh, okay. Hey, what's up, everybody? Great. And then we have a new guest, Sam... Can you, uh, I know, Sam, I, I, I can sense the tense, the te- I can sense the tense, I can sense the tension all the way from here, through your eyes, you're very nervous right now. Not at all. What's up guys? Hello. <laughs> can you give us a little bit of introduction? Who are you? Yeah. All right. So my name's Sam, uh, Sam Pack. I'm currently enrolling into my third year into college currently enrolled into American River College and also Folsom Lake College this year um yeah business student you can bring it a little closer to your mouth bring it a little closer yeah okay perfect nice nice so and Javen well we already introduced you you want to go again no nothing's changed nothing's changed you want to talk about your cross necklace I lost my cross that's not that's not a euphemism that's that's an actual state of my necklace yeah how did you lose your cross necklace i i honestly don't know but don't make fun of me but i think i lost it at the gym you lost it at the gym yeah where you're like caressing it so you could reach a new pr no i think i was like changing into clothes and yeah. then like I had my necklace on and yeah. then because I keep my airpods in when I'm changing it's like oh, yeah, sure. changing my clothes yeah jamming out I don't know and then I think it flung out but I don't know but you have the chain that the cross was attached to oh it wasn't intact. it wasn't so I switched so I got this new necklace from uh Chanmi or Eden, quote unquote. Uh-huh. I, I don't know how a two year old makes a necklace, but uh, <laughs> are you doubting Eden's ability <laughs> yeah, I, to she, make a necklace right now? Okay, infant amnesia is a real thing, infant so she has amnesia. no memory of making okay. it. So I put the cross onto the new necklace. Yeah, but new necklace let me down and just kind of flung out. So is this your way of blaming no, Chami no, I am, I have not. Do not cross. twist my words. Okay. So we're, this is how we do it in painted jungle. Sorry, this is how we do it in the jungle. We started with some nasty gaslighting. David, how are you? I'm doing all right. Just oh, yeah? chilling. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy. Just uh, living life, I guess. Enjoying it as much as I can. <laughs> what I don't know. Are you like? <laughs> how was your day? Like, what do you introduce yourself a bit? Uh, I'm David. Uh, last name O O H. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm 27. Uh, graduated a while back. From ARC. Yes, sir. Um, what major? Kinesiology. Woo. Um, 
I don't know what else you want me to go to introduce myself about. Mm. I work at McCoonies. Uh, been there for a hot minute. You own McCoonies, oh, though. You do not. I do not. You don't I'm just an operational manager there. I don't know why or how we got into tangent of you saying okay, that well, on it. But. When you say operational manager, when we have a business student here, oh, so you know, uh, what what can you define what operational manager is? Can you give us a thorough explanation? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so based off my knowledge and what uh-huh. I learned at school, yeah, the person that is an operational manager for a business is pretty much to break it down into simple terms. Yeah. Is somebody who manages and operates the business. Yeah, I didn't learn what operational manager was. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, I guess. NA education. <laughs> so, I know you're a shift manager, right? Huh? You were a shift manager. And yeah. now you're an operation. Yeah, I was just part-time for a minute, and I took the full-time job like mm-hmm. last around last year on this time, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. just about a year. Mm-hmm. So you're managing the operation of the restaurant. I guess you could say that. Uh, that yeah. sounds like a, someone who owns the oh, restaurant. Oh, God. All right, whatever you, you know, want to say. Like, like who, yeah. who's the operational manager at your p- family restaurant? My mom. Yeah. yeah. Does she own it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave that that then, I guess. It's important. <laughs> yeah, Sam also works at a restaurant. What's your business experience, Sam? What is my business experience? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so pretty much, you know, Family-owned restaurant. Parents have owned it for a little over 23, 24 years. Um, Yeah, so I mean, because my parents owned it, I pretty much grew up at the restaurant. And so I remember I started working there, maybe like officially started working there, maybe when I was in late, early high school, late middle school. Like I just do like small stuff around. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as time went on, um, they just need more hands on deck. Especially because of COVID, um, a lot of people kind of pulled away from like working. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of when I started being a lot more active within the restaurant. And then, yeah, so pretty much I'm just in charge of a lot of like the customer interaction stuff, cleaning, yeah. all that good stuff. But yeah. What's a one good thing that you enjoy about working at a. So you, you work at a fish and chip, right? That's yeah. the business, Tugboat. Mm-hmm. So what's, uh, what's one positive thing about working there? One positive thing? Oh, shoot. Is that hard? Is that too hard? You can start with one negative. Dude, I don't even know. Because it's like, I think when you work in customer service, yeah. you really have to pull out the, like, the, oh, I care about everything you say mm. part of you. Right? But you don't. No. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, obviously, there are, because it is a family owned restaurant, there are a lot of regulars. Yeah. And so there are people who occasionally come in and they're just like, oh, what's up? Like, you know, they recognize me and I recognize them. Yeah. But, you know, a a large part of like customer services, you want them to come back, right? Right. You want them to feel welcome. You want them to, you know, have like a personal kind of relationship with the customer, in a sense. And so I think my dad's very good at that. But that's something that I'm, I was going to say I'm trying to build, but dang, am I really trying to build that? Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, one good thing, just going back to the question, I think it's just like, I think if it wasn't for that, I would have been a lot more shy. Mm -hmm. Because you're forced to like, be very happy a lot, like understand the customer's like concerns, like the things that they complain about and that stuff. I think definitely communication maybe. Okay. Yeah. That's like the first thing that comes to mind. Hmm. 
Because you are a good conversationalist. I try. I don't know. Conversationalist or conversationalist? Do you're asking the wrong speaker. guy. Don't look at me when you're saying speaker. don't look at me. Good conversationalist. Conversationalist. Good talker. Good talker. No, talker sounds like you're hella ignorant. Conversationalist. <laughs> you're, you're a good conversationalist. Why should you be conversationalist? But anyway. Yeah, that's good. Um, so what's one bad thing? with customers one yeah um dang this is something that i kind of learned from like something i heard from another podcast i forgot where i heard it but it was kind of just talking about how like when you work with family 24 7 yeah a lot of time business is kind of what is it like twisted into family yeah right like so you know let's say you're trying to like you know mentally prepare yourself for work because i mean a lot of times when you go to work you don't want to go to work right um and then you know you go to work all that stuff you see family like if there's problems at work a lot of times people they would kind of be like okay as soon as i'm done with work the problems that i'm kind of facing at the moment it's done then but you know when you're a part of like a family business when you go home you still have those like even if it's unresolved issues, yeah. like it's brought into the family too, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think maybe that's one of the things that kind of it's not like a big thing that's still really present yeah. when I work, but it's like it's definitely one of those things that is like I'm still trying to kind of wrestle with. But mm-hmm. I don't know, that's the first thing that kind of comes to mind. You know, I just realized this is like a round table of like generations because you and I, David, were millennials. What year were you born? Uh, ninety four. Ninety four, and I'm ninety three. What year were you born, so? 2001. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 2001. Yeah. Do you think he was older? I thought, yeah, they like, at least like 98 or something like that. I didn't realize 2001. 2001. He's actually the youngest out of the three Stooges. Yes. Or four Stooges. No. Who's five the four? Stooges. Five. We, we Six Stooges him, if we... We call ourselves uh, the Avengers. The Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And then what are you? <laughs> Crap out of you, know. I'm a one. Oh, one? Yeah. Oh, so you guys are both the same age. Yeah. yeah. Same grade. Same grade. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that right Generation, now. <laughs> generational thing. It's it's interesting. When I saw you Yeah, I was just about to bring ARC, that up. I was about to bring that up. <laughs> we, we were both attending ARC. Oh, first no. day first day at ARC, I ran into... He's the first... Because you have to think about it. Because I ran into... What, what was it? You graduated what year in high school? You're uh, like, 2019. 2019. I graduated in high school in 2013. So I was there for a minute, but when I was in college, I wasn't taking like full load, like um, like four, four or five classes. I was only like one or two yeah. and I was in part time. So I was working. So I was just like, yeah. didn't have really a debt. I was just like, you know, doing part time or whatever. Um, and it was like 2020, I think, or something like that. And then I remember I was walking out of science class and then, you know, it's early in the morning. I had like a seven o'clock science class, got out at like, like at 11. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm exhausted at this point. Right. So I was like, oh God, like I need to go eat something real quick. And then. I see Jay would come around the corner and then it like all clicks like yo I know this kid since he was like in sixth grade he's in the same college as me right now I'm just like you have got to be kidding me like I'll try to watch my language but I was like oh my effing my goodness like and like I could have like like I wasn't like mad at him at the time moment. I was just mad at myself I was like bro you've been in college for this long I'm like this kid that yeah what am I doing here for this long he was in sixth grade when I met him my initial thought was Oh no, we made eye contact. He probably doesn't want to see me right now. <laughs> Cause like, 
It, again, it wasn't you. It was me. I was I was mad at myself, basically, because I'm just like, I need to get out of here ASAP. Like, this is uh, this is uh, getting ridiculous. So yeah. that's when I was okay. Now I need to like you know put my foot down and you know start. You know, and it worked because you graduated shortly after. Yeah, so I was on the, I was on the tail end of it. I mean, I was always like finishing out, but again, I was never like school was never like the first priority for me. So like, I just wasn't the one to again after like high school. I didn't want to you know have to go from class from like nine o'clock to like four o'clock again. It was yeah. like no, I don't want to do that. Like, want to have some free time and ask, even after you're done with school at four, you still have to do homework and you still have to do that. So by the time you're done, it's like what. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and how much free time do you have in the day if you have to get up and do that again the next day, so. Right. Um, I mean, again, I was part-time, and then. After that semester, I didn't see David at all. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I graduated uh, 2020 right when COVID hit, so, I mean, that it was like a blessing and a curse in disguise, uh, disguise I guess, but, um, yeah, I don't think, I think we are just at uh, different classes, because you're doing, like, more GE stuff like that, and I was doing yeah, more was of my um, general right. stuff, so. That's just how it was, but, yeah, that was, uh. Very interesting and fun moment that me and Jamin have, so we'll yeah. hold on to that for uh, forever and ever. That kind of pisses me off still to this yeah, day. Yeah, because I was at I was at university because I transferred out, and then I get a text from Jamin. He's like, "Yo, I just <laughs> yeah. saw David at ARC for the first time," and I was like, "Oh man, I see." And then he's like, "Yeah, but he didn't look too happy." <laughs> Again, it wasn't you; it was me. I was mad at myself. That was the time. That we were starting to reconnect after a bit, yeah. And I started coming back to SK, yeah. So then I was like updating you, like, oh, like first day of school, yeah. And then they tell you about David, and you're like, yeah. all I get is three letters, LOL. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, man, that was uh, that was a fun time in my life right there. All right, you, where's your what are you so what is your step right now? My Where, step right now, yeah, in my... terms of academics, are Dang. you still in school, right? Yeah, so I'm still at ARC. Um, like I'm in the same or I'm like kind of seeing where you're coming from um, just because there's definitely students where when I entered high school or no maybe not when I was a senior year in high school there were people who were just coming into high school right um, like a lot of people from like my old church and just like you know just general people in SAC and then as I'm just like scrolling through like social media they're all graduating and I'm still in like CC right yeah so I'm just I feel like I need to step it up too. Like mm. I don't know, but yeah, as of right now, still in CC. You know, enrolled into my third year. Um, I don't know. I feel like, especially with online school, dude. I'm terrible with online classes. Like, it's just I. I don't know. I'm just. I just need to work on like disciplining myself in terms of like academics and stuff like that. And yeah. online school just definitely does not help because you're pretty much in charge of everything. Like you're pacing, all that stuff, and so. I don't know, especially during COVID when everything was online, that's something that I definitely struggled with. But yeah, I mean, right now, third year in college, um, I am planning on transferring, but for a good amount of time, I was set on San Jose State University. But yeah. um, after talking to some brothers and sisters within the ministry, you know, I'm kind of slightly uh, thinking about taking uh-huh. the Sac uh-huh. State route Woo! to work for the county, but I got whistled just like me. <laughs> I was thinking of Irvine or like oh. SoCal. I was like, oh, I want to pursue my dance and like all that. Oh, and I got boozled into this. <laughs> you were thinking about going to Biola too, no? Yeah, oh, we but both then, were actually. Yo, oh, we were <laughs> so senior year. Yeah. Um, we do because they're like um, 
like college admissions counselors that come to your school, right? Yeah. Um, we both sat into the Biola like admissions like orientation, and I was like, "Oh, you're going to Biola? That's cool." And it's like, "Yeah." And then we're like thinking like, "Oh, like are you dead set?" It's like, "Yeah, I got in. Did you get in? Yeah, we got in." Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> I think I think the moment real we realized we both decided to not go to Biola was when we saw each other on ARC campus. That's so stupid. Mm. So like for me, I was like. It hit me like, oh shoot! I didn't tell Javen that I'm not going to Biola. Same. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and we both just see each other at Biola, and like, or not Biola, at ARC, and I was just like, this, yeah, we both this forgot. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. But I realized I did the same thing to him, so I was just like, oh, shoot. yeah. It's, it's like, interesting because you and I, like, even not even just us, but your brother as well, David. He spent, you know. He was in college for a hot minute. Unholy amount of time at <laughs> Sac State. But I can't really talk because I was probably around the same amount of time, but he was at Sac State for a hot minute. But again, he was in and out because he went out of the country to do like ministry stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if you want to count that as like, because I took like half a semester off too, but. No, I count it. I count everything. Everything yeah. from when you started to yeah, enroll yeah, to yeah, oh, geez. Yeah. How long was that? Like 12 years? Who, Gilbert? Yeah. Nine years? Uh, he graduated in 2009. Um, he graduated... Sac State that was like 2018 maybe I think so okay maybe I'm not as bad as him <laughs> uh, it was around then I think so it's crazy yeah nine years I'm yeah but like you and I like for us we didn't know what we wanted to do after high school I still don't know what I want to do right now so I don't know <laughs> what yeah and then you guys like already had a goal or some kind of idea what you wanted to pursue going in going to college yeah or did you not? Yeah, go ahead. Part of it's like the pressure. Because at Mariloma, it's so like very competitive, very elitist. Yeah. Um, despite like how ghetto the neighborhood is. Yeah. Like, um, the honor students, they're very elitist. And um, me, I didn't quite associate, associate myself with that, partly because I'm dumb, but... Also just, but also just because it's like I don't know it was really it was a lot to ask for mm. for like a kid in his teens mm. and part of why I was set on like health whatnot was partly because of pressure but you know as I'm going more into it it's more out of self-interest mm. so it's like kind of realization and so I'm kind of lucky in the in the fact that like it just so happens to align well but I don't know I could be coping so let me go they're gonna take a pause real quick so I was listening to sometimes at work when I run out of things to listen to I re-listen to like old Pain the Jungle podcasts right and I was listening to the episode where we had you and Justin uh-huh. and I realized the entire episode you were pretty much like bagging on yourself like oh i'm stupid like this is why we get into argument or like oh i'm dumb like i don't even remember what happened oh right and even yeah. just now you're like oh i couldn't fit in because you could have just said we we're just interested in different things right <laughs> but you had to res- resort to saying oh it's because i'm stupid i think we need a little moment of 
a reset and some positivity. Okay, yeah. All right, can reset. we bring some positivity? The paint. I feel like in Paint the Jungle, painted is the negative part, and then jungle is the positive part. Because jungle is all about life. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So you're just saying that just because Ted's not here right now. That's yeah. Fine. No, I mean it's fine. Ted, I know you're listening to this. You're the negative part. Jeez. Just oh, kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we miss Ted. So can we can we say okay, can yeah, we take a mental, little moment? Reset. Yeah, let's go around and say one nice thing about Javen. You start, Sam. Me? Yeah. Dude, no. All right, no, I'll easy. start. Oh. I'll start. Oh, okay. easy. No, because it didn't oh, sound easy. like easy okay, for yeah. you. Guys, um, I think. Wait, I'm starting. What? What? Oh, go ahead. I'm going first. Okay. You want to go first? No, not anymore. Okay, let, let, let's meet a compromise. David, you can go first. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm great. Good to know. Yeah. What was it? One good thing? One positive thing about Javen. From the bottom of your heart. Bottom of my heart? Yeah. I know you have one. You just gotta <laughs> dig deep and find it. No, I have something. I just don't know what I was about that. Yeah. Though. Some, some nice positivity to boost up his, you know, his self-love. Can I just rephrase? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'll say this much. I mean, from... How far have we like come seeing you like being a little dork and a dweeb from like you mm-hmm. know being at okay. Zion back in the day? Thanks. Seeing where you came from. <laughs> no, no, there's, 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 there's a silver line. Listen, no, no, there's, there's, there's a silver line to it though. There's a silver okay. line. Oh, okay, okay, wait, okay. wait on it. Just okay. a silver line. Right from you know how like quiet and all tired you were for whatever reason you were in back in the day. You know I don't know what you're doing playing. Team Fortress 2 until like 4 o'clock in the morning. He's still going. <laughs> like, no, nah, but from where you are yeah. now and seeing where you are growing up and then you, you know, taking your fitness routes, you know, to the extremes. I've seen where you have, what far you've come through. Yeah. I'm proud of that. And then on top of that, I mean, your modeling, your dancing thing, I mean, that all worked out too. And mm. I mean, shoot, I mean, yeah. that's just a, I mean, who else can say that they've done that in the world? Like, yeah. that they experienced all that. Before they were what? Before you're 21, I think. You're yeah. not 21 now. So, I mean, again, I didn't really do that. I didn't, like, either go to university or I didn't, like, you know, really dance on, like, a public stage or do all that modeling stuff. So, I mm. mean, I'll give that, I'll commend you that for being mm. only, what, 20 at the time? Like, shoot, I mean, you're still young, so you still got a lot to figure out, but mm. keep your head up, man. Mm. I told you, man, I'm civil lining. Why y'all banging mm. on me for just roasting them? There's all this civil lining to the no, at the would, same time. Nah, with David, you always start like super low and you gradually <laughs> So go it's the, up. the contrast. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you can't just like start at the top of the mountain. You got to work your way up. All right, all right. Like, I, I can disprove that. All right, oh, Javen, Javen, oh, no. you're the best person I've ever met in my life. That's a lie. Why are you I, lying? <laughs> <laughs> this is a church. <laughs> yeah, we are recording at church. Um, wait, am I next? Crap. So, <sighs> what can I say about Javen? Oh boy, we're gonna be sitting here for a while. Man, <laughs> get your popcorn ready. Listen, listen. I got a lot of negative things you know say. here's a here's the thing right i He's think stalling. i think i think i am a pretty empathetic person okay but i don't like other people knowing that i'm an empathetic person you get what i'm saying in fact seven you and i we had a conversation about this mm-hmm. right yeah and then chami put an oh, input at the yeah, retreat yeah. right mm-hmm. so I think here's here's me. Here's me, right? If I don't like you, I'm not gonna associate myself with you. Right? Right. Right? right. If I don't click with right. you, I don't wanna deal with it. I don't wanna be around you. 
But if I <laughs> here it comes, here it comes. Just wait for it. Just gotta wait for it. Truth always comes out. Just gotta wait for it. Not but, not but, not but, but. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to work. Um, if if I like you, it could either come in two ways, right? If initially it can be very like nicety. Right, I can just pour out love, right? Or I can pour out <laughs> hella <laughs> criticisms and hella harshness. You know what I'm saying? I think so. <laughs> I, I can say that because Justin's not here, but everybody's different, right? Not, everybody's different. Everyone receives things differently. Like s- more sensitive boys, I gotta give more like kindness, like wow, like I really like your drip, you know, like oh, I really. Up, what you're saying? Huh? You gotta like lift them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like wow, like that's very interesting, right? I pretend to care. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, I said, you're back on me for right. being but negative. But then with Javen, I always I initially started with negative, right? Because at first I didn't like your gut. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm being real. From no, I know. I when know I first met him, right, because he was a twerp, <laughs> right? Like he always falls asleep during service, and yeah. he was like very disrespectful, right? I don't know why you're nodding. Like, did you know him since he was little? I think I, the way you're talking, I feel like I did. Okay. But no. Oh, yeah, for, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and so I didn't really, I couldn't. Yeah, it was hard for me to like you. And then one time, I went a little too far, and then you like little Javen. Imagine picture little Javen like. Four foot five little Jabin with a with, with a bubbly like glossy eyes coming up to me and goes, "Why do you not like me so much?" Dang, <laughs> right? and that's I, what I do remember that. <laughs> that was a core trauma memory. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Why are you so mean?" And I was like, oh, "Man, why am I so mean?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Chung's self journey started. Yeah. Yeah, that's my positive piece for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I sent you on that like self-realization. So it was the fact that you had your own self-realization. You needed Jamin to ask you why you're such an a-hole to him. Listen, this is harder than I thought. This is really difficult. <clears throat> so to, to say, this is my piece. This is my closing piece. <laughs> I am very proud of who you became today. I think you've matured a lot. And the fact that you're still like committing. Sam, can you not laugh? I'm trying to be no, very like James sincere right now. And he doesn't know okay. what to, how to react. It's just like, I, I'm just being very sincere right now. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like what you're doing right now is a little disrespectful. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, okay. My, my apologies. Oh, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. And so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Thanks. and uh, congratulations for surviving the all the ruthless bullying <laughs> that we did to you when you were little. We, you were part of we. Too. I was a little bit. I was not even on the level. Little bit is still part of it. I was it, not on the level. Little to you. bit is still part of it. Okay, all right. I could destroy. I might have destroyed Javen's world. You didn't make me fart in front of. But you carried the, a wait, bunch what? of noodles. <laughs> huh? Huh? There was one time. Uh, me? No, no, Jung. Uh, one time. We're talking <laughs> about David right now. Yeah, but. Just, what know, did I do? You oh, tackled no. me and you made me fart in front of a bunch of noodles. 
<laughs> See, we're not on the same level. <laughs> listen, listen. When I would I have tackled him? First of all, that's a sign of affection. I hope you know that, right? Yeah. I don't tackle people that I don't love, right? You can't. You don't see me tackling Sam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I see it sometimes. Right. That's a tackle. And then and then when we first finally reconnected at SK after so long, what did I do? He tackled me. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a sign of affection, right? It's a sign of love. But with that being said, you probably did something that you deserve to get tackled. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember it was during lunchtime. You said something, you did something, <laughs> I tackled you, and then you're like laughing, we're all giggling, and I start poking your belly. And then, <laughs> and then his, you know, his, his sphincter kind of got, got loose and just... Oh. <laughs> Oh, snap. I can't. <laughs> Sarah was there, Young Nun was there, like all the Duna church older sisters were there, and the, the whole room got quiet. And then, you know, and I was like, Did you just fart? And I got him <laughs> Which hindsight kind of made it yeah, worse? Dude, made the situation 10 times worse just by saying it. So. You could have said nothing and just moved on with it, okay. and it went fine. Everyone heard it, alright? So. It's alright, it builds character, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. If I, <laughs> if I didn't have, like, those embarrassing moments to, like, humble me and, like, kind of keep me up at night sometimes, <laughs> I, I think I'd be a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, you have, that's a positive of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dang. but, yeah, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Good job, <laughs> But Long jokes aside, road. you know, you know, I got mad love for you. Yeah. 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 Sometimes. Yeah. Jaden, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard, dude. This segment. Why is it so hard? The bit is too long. My goodness. Because your heart is made of like just coal and ash and just death. That's, That's not true. That's not true. I can say I love you too. I love you, David. Am I allowed to curse on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Seb. Come right. finish it strong for me. Um. So as, I don't know, like, mm, like from your guys' perspective, it was very like young to like, you know, little dude perspective. But I don't know, as like, as someone same age as Jabin, like, I feel like he's somebody who's very good with telling you the things that you don't want to hear sometimes, like in terms of advice or just like things Wait, of that nature. Are you talking about Jabin? Yeah. Okay. What, did I say that he's good at telling people things that they don't want to hear? Right, right. Oh, okay, okay. As in, like, advice, right? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I think Jamin is somebody who I can, like, if I really need honest advice <clears throat> about, like, things that I've, for example, feel like there's something wrong in my life <clears throat> that I need, like, you know, very objective perspective. Yeah. Like, Jamin's, like, the brother that comes to mind. First. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, like, the big thing that comes to mind when I think of Javen. Like, he's definitely, like, one of the most honest and also caring brothers at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm getting emotional right now. I hate What the heck? I hate <laughs> <laughs> All right, Javen, finally you. Say something nice about yourself. Oh, boy, here we go. I'm the best there is. Okay, see? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 so we see why you do the things that you do. It's because of the comments like that. That's probably why he got poked and farted <laughs> to begin with. Because uh, the comments are like that. Uh, 
Yeah. 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 No. no, I agree. Now you regret this whole tangent <laughs> that we just went on. Now we have to waste it yeah. however many minutes it was just trying to uplift him and him to just say, I'm the best there was. Boy! Child pleaser. It's yeah. like um, it's like a leaky pipe, right? And it's like you're you're desperately blocking the hole to prevent water from like <laughs> splurting out everywhere, and then you're just like constantly putting pressure on it, and then one moment you're like, maybe maybe it's better now, and the moment you slightly <laughs> lift up your head, it just squirts everywhere. It gets worse. Like, oh no! And then you put it. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me why I am the way I am with you, Javen. Very good analogy of it, though, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah. honest about that. Thank you. Thank you. Nah, but this is good. This is nice. Do you do you need some positivity in your life, too? No, I'm chilling. Yeah, I think you're chilling. I think you're surrounded by love. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, David? Yeah. I mean, everybody keeps positivity in every mm. day. I mean, but do I, like, need it, like, 24-7? No, because, like, sometimes, like, I'll say this much, like, when it's, like, you know, first thing in the morning and, like, some of the people are just singing or just all jolly good and happy. It's like, okay, let's calm down. Let's yeah. not be so... Yeah. It's, it's not even 11 o'clock. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. chill out with it. So, I mean, but, I mean... Calm down. You always, yeah. It's 8 a.m. Yeah. Like, you could always be, you know, have some positive. Like you just Especially with everyday in life. Everything's yeah. so <laughs> negative and everyone's all toxic. Like, the news is all negative stuff. Who died? What yeah. catastrophe happened and all this. I mean, it's always yeah. nice to just spread some positivity in life. You look like a type of person who wakes up in the morning, goes to the bathroom, do your business, and then stand in front of the mirror and just look yourself dead in the eye and goes, you rock. You got this. Nah, I've never. Honey badger, don't give a crap. Okay, that Go last, out one, last there, one I did, uh, Yeah, last one I probably Crush it Last one I probably did I never but said like Just looked You're at myself winner. Just be like You got this like, I never like yeah. At least not in the mirror I'll say that much uh, Not in the mirror at least so. mm. Yeah Do you need love, John? Do, Do I need love? Do you need love? I feel like Because this, The generation It progressively gets more Like gets better mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like, Expression Right, because our parents, tough love, tough love. Ain't they no, never, never like heard "I love you" from their parents, right? Right. And then like we're born, and we kind of grew up from parents who grew up under that environment, and we are like not very affectionate either, or expressive of like how we feel, right? Because not saying like this is how bad it was. Like remember when we were in high school. Like right now, like almost like LGBTQ, all that is like very touchy subject, right? Sensitive topic. But when we're in high school, we call everybody gay, right? The I'm I'm in real. Right, no, right? Yeah, I'll, and even it didn't even have to make any sense. Like the good thing that you do, you're made fun of for doing it. Like it's raining outside and you pull up an umbrella, people will make fun of you yes. for bringing an umbrella. Like you gay boy, like why are you bringing an umbrella in the rain? Like what? I'm scared of rain. You know what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and now true. and now it's like people encourages you. It's like, oh wow, you brought an umbrella. Like you're so, <laughs> you're so, you're so, so soft in the world nowadays. It's that, that's that's another part of it though, right? It's not that they're getting soft. I think I think this generation, if anything, is stronger because they're now able to resort to using words and communication, whereas in our generation it was more physical physical <laughs> right like it's 
like arguments with our parents, right? It often got physical, at least in my house growing up, right? Like there were push and shove, me and my dad and my brother and my dad. I, I feel like yours too, to a certain degree. Yeah, to right? an extent. But now the generation is getting more alert and more understanding of their words and they can communicate how they feel inside more verbally. Which in a sense is a more mature thing to do. Sure. Am I wrong? Right. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the kids you're interacting with. Because like the kids you're interacting, you're interacting with right now, they're like yeah. the cream of the top, like well behaved. Yeah. Like, but then like. Our kids aren't really good. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then like there are like other kids that are just like, they can't like handle that. Yeah. So they turn to like different things like what, like what's like vape is the new thing. And like, just like substance abuse, pretty much like substance abuse is a lot worse, I think, in Mm -hmm. high school nowadays because of Mm -hmm. like broken homes and things like that. So it's 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 very like a select few are able to be articulate like that. But then like there's like the other vast majority that can't that doesn't have that community, though. Mm. Well, I mean, I think one thing to support what you were saying Jung is like how people view discipline now right yeah like back then like within like Asian community or maybe not Asian community but it's just like in older generations it was like oh like if my son bis- like misbehaves then I'm just gonna like you know get the fly swatter get yeah. the, like the rice boot yeah. all that stuff but then now it's just like there's so many studies about like oh why it's not good to like physically discipline your children why it's more important to like sit them down and like explain things and I think that's like one really clear example of just like why nowadays like a lot more people are like oh talk instead of just like going straight to like the beating in a sense right like a lot more like emotional understanding right Mm -hmm. like empathetic like empathetic empathetic yeah 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 i don't know that's like one example of like how like an example of how things are shifting now yeah yeah how are you disciplined growing up in your house how was I? <laughs> like, I mean, I think it was a mixture of both, right? Hmm. And I, I don't think I was like, <clears throat> I didn't misbehave too much. I think, if anything, I was, the main thing was like, just getting yelled at. Hmm. And a lot of it was like, also getting yelled at by other church parents, hmm. right? Because it's like, I think the most I would misbehave would be at church. Because that's where all like, my friends are at, right? You got Ooh. yelled at by like, other parents? Like, like my Sunday school teachers. Oh, and like okay. stuff like that and also I mean like looking back like they are almost like my uncle and aunts like I did grow up with them uh-huh. and like you know I did laugh at them a lot I did like you know get them like, like scolded by them a lot and whatnot. but yeah I mean I feel like there are only like select few moments when like it was just like oh like you know lay out your hands and then whack whack but then I don't know I think majority was kind of just like scolding, like yelling, mm. that sort. Of, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> What's the worst way you got disciplined, David? If anything, I try to block it out. If anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You don't block. Like you don't block. Um, <laughs> Weed. No, I'm saying I try to like block out my memory, but yeah. um, nah, I man, it was just the old school like Korean, like Korean way of like you know, put your hand out and then like the uh, I don't the know, rulers. Like, yeah, oh, stuff like that. And no, then put your hand out, stuff like that. But yeah. again, like. I don't know. I mean, 
looking back at it, it was like well deserved because like I was being like a little sure shibata you know, or whatever. Sure. Like, <laughs> but I mean like again like do I like you know I don't know it, like said like with the generation nowadays like I mean I don't know it's just a completely different like you said like where parents like don't do it anymore and yeah again I always see like those skits of like um, Dave Chappelle and like Bill Burr when they're saying like you know parents need to like beat their kids still like nowadays like cause like no one's doing it nowadays and like give him a smack again like you've seen it like plenty of times where like on an airplane the kids like yelling and screaming and yeah. you know if I'm thinking or like even at the restaurant too like kids are running around throwing rice everywhere running around like yo if I was doing that as a kid yeah. my parents would have punted me across the restaurant like yeah. I'm being straight up about that like yeah. it's like Dave you sit down right now or you're gonna like you know right. get it so I was like I'm sitting down and I'm being quiet and I'm you know doing my thing but yeah. now yes, this just seems so like more <laughs> casual now just like when you talk to little Timmy about it oh this is why you don't do it I was like man what the heck like yeah. you really yeah. just kid just like threw a rock at a fish tank and then like just <laughs> Broke, like, what the heck, like, you're just gonna say, oh, just apologize, and that's okay, like, come on, no, like, we're not, but I mean, I don't know, it's just, um, I mean, it was just, like, old school Korean stuff, like, you know, with, like, the sticks, with the belt, and all that stuff, but, yeah. again, I think, as a kid, like, again, could there have been ways of going about it better, like, with just talking, yeah, but, for some of us, like me, we need to, like, I guess, like, actions speak more than just words, right? You just only say so much until, like, the patient's out. Because yeah. I'm thinking of it, like, if I'm a parent, right? I mean, I was growing up, I was always saying, like, I don't want to be anything like my dad. Because he was always, like, you know, really tough on me. And, you know, he, yeah. you know, old school Korean way, um, you know, first generation Korean and all that stuff. But looking back, I'm like, yo, if I could be anything like my, like, 10% of my dad did, I'd be fine. But, like, again, if I, like, let's say my kid was, like, you know, stealing and I'm like oh, you can't do that like son you can't keep stealing like that's not a good thing to go about and I keep doing it and I have to keep explaining it at what point I'm gonna be like alright you ain't getting these words aren't doing anything like we're gonna like alright now I gotta do something now yeah. I'm saying like I'm gonna yeah. like fist fight like USC chokehold him like right. but like again like at what point is it like okay words aren't gonna do it right, right. Yeah. but again I mean I'm not at that point I don't think I will be anytime soon like everyone mm -hmm says like oh you'd be such a great parent I don't think so like, I don't even want to think about that so point either. Yeah. yeah not that point so yeah. but I mean that's another topic in itself but yeah, um, yeah it's just like also Korean stuff that I um, just like dealt with if but you, again if um, you get a kid if you get a kid will you let the kid call me Uncle Jung Dude, I'm not bringing a kid anywhere near you. you <laughs> I'm not bringing you into his what life. You what, are you about what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I've seen you deal with Javen as a child. No, I'm okay, not. Javen's not, not no, a toddler, no, though, right? Javen's no, not a baby. No. I was a little bit more grown. No. Yeah, no. yeah. He could no. handle it. Like, he's, no. he's, look at him. He's healthy. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> self confidence, uh, Self confidence. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, that's not anytime soon. Like, I remember when I was, it was funny because, like, I, was, I just turned 25 and then, uh, like, I never had this conversation ever with my parents. It was, like, two years ago. And then my mom, like, the day after, she's like, oh, so, like, when are you going to have, like, you know, when are we going to have, like, grandkids and all that stuff? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, what? Like, hold on. Like, time out. Like, I'm the youngest of three. Like, why does this conversation come to me first? Like, what the heck? Like, yeah. But just, like, that was, like, not anytime soon. Like, trust me on that. Mm. But, I mean, I do want to have, like, them have grandkids before they, you know, mm. unfortunately pass, you know? Because, mm. I mean, but I think they would be really good grandparents. But, like, right now, no, nah, I'm chilling right now. So, mm. No. Yeah. And I do want to clear it up, like the way what I mentioned about like different generational upbringing. I am generalizing, right? Because even in our right. generation, there were kids like who never had to experience 
like right. things like that. Like like oh like when we're yeah we have we're the talking family. Like we'll talk it out at the dinner table. <laughs> Usually the white kids, but they'll be like oh dinner table. We don't leave the dinner table until all conflicts are resolved. It's like great, cool. Me, <laughs> there is no dinner table. <laughs> like there is no dinner. There is yeah, no if dinner. You do something wrong. There is no dinner. <laughs> yeah, I think. The worst thing I ever got hit by <coughs> is a guitar. Guitar? <laughs> yeah. String side or like flat side? The flat side. Oh. Damn. Yeah. I would be bleeding if it was just string, string side. side. Ding. Ding. <laughs> yeah. Struck a beautiful chord while I'm dying. Yeah. You got hit by... A <clears throat> and then when I was a kid, my parents had... This was back in Korea. I was five at the time. My parents had to go on a business trip. And they were like, you're gonna, we're gonna have like your aunt come like take care of you tomorrow. But for tonight, you're gonna have to like handle Survive. it on your own. Right. <laughs> and I was scared, right? I was scared out of my mind. It's like, I'm five years old. I'm like, what if, and I started going through like all these different scenarios. Like what if I get robbed or what if I get kidnapped, right? Or broken into, my house burns down. So I started crying. I was like, I don't want to be by myself. My dad hit me in the head. <laughs> and like, he hit me so hard. Like, we're sitting on a dinner table. I guess we did have a dinner table. We were sitting on a dinner table. He hit me so hard that I fell off the chair. Oh. And then I started crying. And then my dad's like, stop crying. And then I'm like, keep crying. That makes me cry even more. And then my mom like had to drag me. <laughs> before like making my dad even angrier. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she had to drag me to her room and like help me calm down. That was intense. Damn. Dang. Yeah. It's rough. That was pretty rough. We're going and now, back to- now, I want to stay home alone. <laughs> <laughs> you're humble, Are you guys humble, still yeah. planning on moving out? Yeah. Have a gamer house or whatever? I, gaming the house? The first time anyone's ever said that, I thought it was a meme. But like the more it comes up, like there's <laughs> like a little bit of anxiety. Like there's a bar, like yeah. anxiety bar. It's like, yeah. God, are these guys serious? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if if Ted joins you guys, I think you guys will be fine. Because he's the one keeping in check. Ted Ted's the glue, right? right? He's gonna annoy you guys, that's for sure, right? He, he's gonna be that guy's like, yo, do the dishes, like don't stop bringing food into the bedroom, like as if you guys share the bedroom together. But he'll be the neat free. He'll be the clean guy. But you need that. But you do need that. Yeah. 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 What would you bring to the table? Fish. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. No, because lunch every day. You said money for that. You straight, dude. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Because we always talk about this, how like how we would arrange rooms. Yeah. And like, how, how do I word like which combinations would work? Mm. So for example, like for example, dang, it'd be like, how would it look like if? You know, Sam and Justin room together. If Sam and Sung like room together, or like Sam and Jabin, I feel like every time they're just like, dude, I piss off Sam so much. I'm just like, dang. Do you get pissed? I don't think so. Do you know what's crazy? Like, I feel like when I'm with people, no, it it just like doesn't come up. But then like later, like when I'm just driving by myself, or just like days later. It just like when you think my, about my gears start moving. Right. I'm just like, Yo, yeah. this dude did this to me, really? Oh. And then, but then, like, obviously, I don't like you don't hold the grudges. I, I like try not to like harbor and like let it out because I'm just like, oh, that was like in the past, like whatnot, like whatever. But like, no, I don't think I get upset that easily, dude. People like that scares me 
Because then you don't know. Because you don't know when you're going to like tip the iceberg. Not much. even that. You don't know what you did wrong. Right? Like if I said something and then that like pissed you off it. and you like yell at me, I know like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Right. But with him, people like him, I can say whatever I want and he'll just be like laugh it off. Like and then three later. days later, <laughs> he'll get mad, but he'll get over it and I'll never know what I did wrong. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. That scares me. <laughs> or it's people that hold on to it. It's like you get them mad and then you're like chilling. Like, you know what you did to me on January 14th? <laughs> receipts, 5, 15 dude, PM. Like, it's like, what the heck? Like, where did I do that? Like, oh, you did this? And it's like, oh, well, damn. Like, I do. I do do that. I got to admit. I do. I do hold a receipt. But I bring it up, though. Because like, I'm kind of like you, Sam, in a way. Like, three days, two days later, I'll think. Or like, it'll reoccur in my head. And then I'll get upset over it. And I'll be like, huh, like, why did he say that? And that I'll hit them up in like Discord. Like, Yo, do you remember like three <laughs> weeks ago like, or like three days ago, you said this and that? Like, what did you mean by that? You know what I mean? You're like, what? No, but yeah. I do think a part of it is like sometimes if somebody does do something and like we're in like a group setting, sometimes like you don't want to just like say like, what don't, do you mean by that? Don't make it no? awkward. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like sometimes it's like it's needed where like you kind of do have to like Give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then once you're able to talk to them one-on-one, then yeah. it's like, that's when you like, you know, yeah. kind of talk to them about it. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just scope it out. Yeah. You know, like there are things like you do want to bring it up. Exactly. And then right. there are things like, oh, it's probably not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's scary. What if, what if, what if like two days later, he gets like hecka mad at us for, what we said, like, <laughs> for something that we said? Yeah. If that's the case, my bad, dude. (laughs) 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 In advance. (laughs) He's giving himself insurance. (laughs) Insurance. Uh, uh, Javen's interesting, too. Because he he doesn't hold anything because he forgets. Last time he said he forgave and forgets. (laughs) Why why are you laughing? (laughs) No. What? I feel like I heard something genuinely about this within the podcast with Justin and Javen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He said I he just forget. forget. He's something yeah. he just forgets. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. There are maybe like, it's very, 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 very rare for me to like hold on to something. If I want to be like completely honest about it, like no jokes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I always take a step back and remember all the positives I have with that person mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. scope out like the context like have we been distant lately that mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. but then at the end of the day I always remember like oh this is just like how guys interact mm-hmm. I was like I'm more grounded in the relationships that I have with people mm-hmm. and that's why I don't feel the need to like it feels like it's not always wasted breath, but it feels like wasted breath if I if it's over something so small. Yeah. 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 I but, agree. I agree. What would what would Justin bring to the house? Girls. <laughs> Whoa. His mom. His mom. With the panchan. The girl? Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. The oh, yeah. 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 Recovery time. <laughs> Dang. What would, what would Sung bring? <clears throat> I'm curious because Sung's supposed to be on this podcast too. And I feel like I don't know him that well. Right? Like I don't know much about him. 
What would he? What would Sung bring to the house? I think Sung would just be hecka funny, like <laughs> entertainment, humor. constant like, like conversation starter. And really? Like, yeah. Mm. Something along that line. That's good. Yeah. He's a little bit like Justin, where like you can't really sit in a room with him without like one of them, like Justin or some like conversation like random question and i'm just like he like he would just ask me like she's a 10 out of 10 but like like, she's got long toenails i'm like (laughs) i don't know like a seven (laughs) just like it just makes you think Uh like but it's like it's not bad it's just they just do it it's like oh okay i'll play your game yeah you guys you guys like little group is very diverse like everybody has like some unique trait, you know. It's like everybody like stands out in your own specific ways, whether it's good or bad. Everyone like sticks out. I think that's very interesting to me. Mm. Do we have a group like that? Who is our group? We lost most of our group. Yeah, unfortunately. <clears throat> but um, right now, no. I mean, the our our question for this was. Uh, who like would survive in a zombie apocalypse or like what group would work best? Mm, let's do that. Actually, 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 I wanted to talk about this. I actually wanted to talk about that. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I kind of want to take back. Let's talk said. about this. Did you did you watch um, Walking, Walking Dead? Was an octopus game? Oh, Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game. Have you seen Squid Game? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Only reason I watched it was because yeah. Oh yeah. Only reason I watched it was because Pete told me to watch it. Peter. Yeah. Which I'm normally like I won't really watch shows and then I just watch first episode. Like all right, it's kind of dope. Like it's not too many episodes. Bro, Peter will be that annoying dude at the glass panel game. Like he'll be he'll be standing he'll be like all in front of all of us and we'll be like go go he's like hold on I don't know what to go and like he'll be and we'll be just exchanging like curse words at each other it's like it's your turn it's like but let's talk about this right let's talk about this what game would you would you like rock at. From Squid Game? Yeah, from Squid Game, from the show. Wait, remind me which game there were. So So there was a Red Light, Green Light. Uh And then... Cookie. Cookie game. Targona. 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 Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, the shape one. Yeah. And then... The marbles one. No, it was the... It was the... Tug of War. War. Team Tug of War. Team Tug of War. And the manipulation game with marbles. Yeah. Yeah. And then the glass panel. And then the last one is the title game, the, the, squid the actual game. squid game that no one knows how to play. It's, it, it's yeah. like a weird form Square of rugby, like, yeah. where you have to follow the line and like stay out or something. Yeah. It's like just that. it's just a duel to death. Yeah. <laughs> so which one do you think you would rock at? Out of those, probably uh, red light, green light. Red light, green light. So I don't have the finesse. That's pretty easy. I don't have the finesse to do the because again, it's like one thing if you know like you have a set time. It's not like, I mean, it's probably different if you have you know. M16 is pointing at you and it's like mm. moving you're done like but you, didn't, you don't know that initially though right initially mm-hmm. I mean if you don't know that initially but again it's like red light green light it's not like you don't have the finesse for the was it the cookie one the shapes mm. or mm. tug of war if you don't have a team that can hold it down then you're kind of oh well I'm going off the cliff right now and yeah. then the marble one that's just kind of based on like I guess luck in a sense because you have to mm. win the I don't know what but the cookie mm. one's also luck. no it's not it's not luck because you I can manipulate the marble ones marble ones it's more just, like manipulation mixed with like because you're making your own rules for that game yeah 
Oh, okay, all right. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I probably won't the do that. The partners but. have to decide on a game to play. Yeah, and you guys make you guys play your own game, and then the objective is to come out of that ring with right. the most marble. Yeah, I probably just grab the rings and just run. Just be fast. Just be fast with it. Yeah. No, I was wondering, that. like, why didn't like the you know the gangpe? Like, why didn't he just like yeah. take it and like just like? Because the plot. Because he's yeah. Oh, he's a gangpe. He's not very smart. And then the glass one. I mean, you have to. Again, Dude, that one's so nah. That was, that is I'm sure a lot of people won't that do that scary. just based on the height itself, right? Bro, you know that part where the dude's like, "I've been a coward like all my life." Like, oh this yeah, is one time I want to make a difference, and then he goes first, and he gets finessed, and he gets finessed, dude. Honestly, it's like a sad moment. I, no, I, I was like, I was like, I, 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 I was laughing too. I was so like, so was he? Yeah, got finessed. So <laughs> you should kept being a little coward. Dang, that's rough. What about you, Seb? I feel like you'd be good at marble game. Marble? Yeah. Because you can be like... Kind of like a snake. Dang. Dang. <laughs> what? Just Damn. Damn. Just I don't know. Just I was thinking like the Targona game. Targona? Because I think i die in every one, other one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So just process elimination. Because <laughs> I can easily see myself in the red light, green light, being that blonde dude who yeah. like who ran yeah. and like not thinking that there's guns and then like Loki actually like slid. I <laughs> 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 like thinking like oh I can take like one more step so I'll like the, like the weird looking girl isn't looking and then tug of war that's just RNG like it's not RNG dude like, yeah, no no because it's like it's, it's based on teams yeah teams so like who you get close to okay but the team with the least chance of survival they won because of that old because they had the that's old guy bro he had some uh, crazy tactics I didn't even know the, there was a strategy for tug of war <laughs> Apparently that's real. Like, there's actually it? teams who like you do that. Like, like give them a like a brief moment of advantage. Yeah, to, like, like exhaust them, the and then after they just like yeah. sleep. Yeah. Rope, but, um, dang. Yeah, I feel like Taiwan. Like, I just pray that I wouldn't get the umbrella. But like, you know, you know who would suck at the Taiwan game, Peter. Why? Because he's gonna eat it before <laughs> before they explain the rule. <laughs> or he's gonna be like, you take a fat pie and like, if you don't, if they don't explain, they're like, oh, can I get a new one? <laughs> or, or he's gonna get like so annoyed. He's like, ah, like he gets mad, right? He breaks it, and the guy like points a gun at him, about to execute him. He's like, if I'm gonna die, might as well. Like, and he'll start <laughs> just taking yeah. other cookies as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what it takes. Peter was sabotage, dude. Peter's a sabotager. I don't even know. If man, I don't know if he. If I don't know if you're listening to this, Peter, but man, he's a sabotager. <laughs> what game would you do? I I would rock Mr. at Pete. red light, green light. Red light, green. Yeah, light. yeah. I, I would mean, kill that game. Yeah, that I think I'd do good at Squid Game, like the the Squid the last Game. One? Yeah, because like. What what is it really? It's just wrestling to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. I think I can, like, I think I can he's, slip. He's, he's getting confident because he's hitting the PR at the gym. No, it's hush. <laughs> <laughs> like just running in general or like evading. Yeah. I, it's right. I mean, I mean, like I, I'm a fast runner. So I think it's just literally just fight to the death. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine it's him versus Josh Yang. Okay, the tall Josh. <laughs> but why? <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think they both had knives too, right? Mm. So, oh, you know what I would actually rock at? That that scene where the light goes out. Oh, the night, oh. the night, the night, and then uh. they realize like they somebody like 
got killed because he was complaining about not getting an egg. Not getting his snack. Like, you know how um, they would turn off the lights and it'd be pretty much free-for-all? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. people would, like... Make a four make a yeah. four and all this stuff. Yeah. Dude, I would, I would rock at that. I would just be, like, sneaking around, like, shank. <laughs> shank. Sneaking, 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 sneaking. Shank. <laughs> shank, shank. All right, Saul's naked. That's, dude, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'd be just shanking everybody. It's not a prison courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> but if you... Okay, so then what is one game that you would suck at? Everything else? For me, I would suck at free-for-all. Free-for-all? You just didn't play this. I would be good at it. I would get like first blood and then I will die right after. <laughs> Pen to kill and then just a one get traded one. easily. <laughs> like I got my one. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Take my money. Give it to my mom. I feel like the glass. Yeah. I feel like my luck is terrible. <laughs> you're not you're same, that same guy, here. right? You're that guy that goes first. Same here. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, dude, the first jersey, that's mine. And then I just, oh, I guess we don't yeah. step on the first one. Like, and then you just sit down and start crying and praying. Uh, Give me the prayer guy. Yeah. And then Jay behind you just throws you on the glass. And then yeah. just, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't push you. I'm not saying push you, throw. <laughs> what would you suck at? Uh, probably the glass one. I mean, again, tug of war, that's just like, I mean... You gotta have the team for that. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, honestly, think, it would be the cookie one. I think the strategy for the to- the real strategy was your ability to pull people into your team. Right. Mm. Right. I think that was the real strategy. Your ability to recruit people and convince people. I don't remember how the show goes on. So I Out just, of four of us, who's most convincing? Nah. I think you are. Joking. I think I'm very convincing. Nah, not anymore. No. What do you mean? Nah. What do you mean? I can be very convincing. I got you three to join the podcast. That's because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, going back to our guest. Dude, this episode, I just want to say, this episode is a huge mess. I'm realizing like Yo, we how important someone. it is to have Ted here. Cause Ted, Ted is the glue. Like Again, I said, like, yeah. He's yeah. On track, yeah, Ted yeah. is the glue. He he keeps things on track. You know, man, this is hard. Ted, I miss you. But going back to our guest, what do you want to do with your business degree? <laughs> Damn, we went on this plan. Yeah. Dude, that was like twenty minutes ago. There's no structure. <laughs> Jeez, no. Right, this is the jungle. All right, welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. What do you want to do with your business degree? Business? Do you want to crush small businesses? You want to become a monopoly man? A big, giant, <laughs> corporate monster that cannot be stopped? Dude, I think as much as there's like leaders, like entrepreneurs, yeah. I definitely don't think I'm cut for that though. So I think for me, I think, I mean like even right now, like choosing schools, like the reason why I would want to go to SJ would be to kind of prepare myself and get and create a network so that I can be in more of like the corporate field, right? Mm. Like working for like companies and like whatnot. Um, and no matter like department I go into. But if I go to S, like if I go to, if I stay in SAC, then my plan was to work more for the county. Cause I mean, I like lived in SAC my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's no, I don't know, just that sense of familiarity and like whatnot. So it's kind of just what I have in mind for what I want to do with business yeah as right now but yeah dude i can see you being a pastor 
Dude, you know, like, I I brought this up to my parents, and I feel like they still bring it up to me till this day. Because, like, they, like, told our head pastor at my last church. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it's something that was on my mind. And I actually brought this up to multiple powers, pastors, and they're like, yeah, like, we're, you know, in this society, like, we need more pastors. Like, there is a shortage of it. And something was just like, I don't I think when I talk to my parents about it, as much as they are supportive about it, they're also giving me the perspective of, like, you know, it's great that you want to serve in a church too, but there are many ways to serve a church um, while also being, like, while also working somewhere, right? Yeah. And they're saying that, like, you know, look at a lot of the parents, like, at churches right now. Like, they all have, you know, they make a lot of money. They, like, live comfortably, which allows them to spend a lot more time at church, right? Mm. And so after I heard that, I was like, huh, maybe I should, like, kind of open my perspective. And that's kind of why I just steered away from, like, even looking into that kind of like I don't know just like looking into seminary and stuff like that mm. but yeah I don't know does he not give you a pastor vibe I, I can see you being like a youth pastor you already look like a pastor how so <laughs> like what what are the characteristics I don't know just like you're, the way you're presenting yourself right now like listeners can't see like what you look like obviously but you look like a pastor who just pulled an all nighter <laughs> at the last day of the retreat and you're just like all beat up Damn, were you just insulting him? No, it's not an insulting. You know, I mean, it's, it's not insulting. Like, it looks, he looks tired, but he like exuberating grace and love for his students. Way to say face, students. Mm. Mm. Have any of you guys considered ministry? Like, pastor? Yeah. Not really. I always like. Again, with it's always been something like, oh, it's like a really big commitment. Right that I feel like if I back out of it then it's God's gonna look at me and be like come on <laughs> come on come on but you know, you know that's not how God I know it's not but it's yeah. it's just kinda how like the scenario plays out in my head it's mm. like I feel like if I back out then it's just I don't know it, it's it's a, it's a weird mm. gray area would you be a pastor David? No, I think that all wants my brother. I think so. Your I don't think I got any of those uh, like traits. But, you guys, uh, you, you don't know his brother, huh? No, I don't. Yeah, Jamie, you know his brother. Yeah. Where is he right now? Iraq. Iraq. Are we allowed what? to disclose that information? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he's uh, somewhere yeah. outside of the world. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly where he's at. Yeah. Actually, he might be in Tunisia. Yeah, he, he's doing mission. Work hey. and I, right? Am I supposed to disclose that? That's just, that's just uh, yeah. We'll, we'll stop talking. Yeah. About Change subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been there for a while. Did you ever go on a mission trip? Dang, I went on like small ones. I would, I wouldn't even call it mission trips. Maybe I would, but it's just like week long trips, like around, close to California, where we would just like do almost like community service work. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, we would, like at the end of the night, we would just like gather together and just like do fellowship and then we'd go back to like our work sites I don't know I would just I mean maybe like we called it mission trips but nowhere far right I guess it doesn't really need to be far right? like what Carmichael damn like maybe Folsom not <laughs> <laughs> no, Folsom does, they need help Folsom <laughs> does not need missions <laughs> I think there was one where we went to like Stockton there was another one where we went to Chiloquin um, we went like kind of close to like Oregon, Nevada, mm. stuff like that. Mm. Which is more like small 
small towns kind of I don't know small areas not really the ghettos some of them were some of them but a lot of them were kind of just like like there was one where we went to like a like a protected Native American like area yeah that we did like service there I do want to though like in the near future but I've always heard that perspective where it's like that thing where it's like oh like why would you go on mission trips if there's so much that we need to do in like our own city like Mm. our own house so like that kind of like made me think about like oh what can I do now I kind of hate that argument I always heard that like when they were like mobilizing like oh we gotta go out to the nation and like serve the unreached people group people will be like why are you going there when our church needs a lot of work too? Or like our community needs help as well. Like there's so much to do here. I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done everywhere. No? Mm. And then I feel like in terms of the in terms of workers, quote unquote missionaries, I think we can raise up more people here than people who are willing to go out there. <laughs> what? Wait, repeat that? What? You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, potential for raising up workers is greater in local area than somewhere in, like, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, if you ask someone a question, like, if you had to choose to serve, either this, like, Dom- Islamic dominant nation or would you serve your local community what I'm saying is majority people will feel more comfortable to say local community than out there and so what the point I'm trying to get at is these people who are missionaries are willing to go out there and some of them are going out there with the intention of like or like understanding that I might die Right, like they're going there to, yeah, like I might die doing God's work, and they want to raise up more workers because it's very scarce. The gospel is very scarce out there. It's like, oh, come join me, like let's partner up together, and then they'll be like, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done here, but we don't see that many work being done here. Hmm. So everyone's comfortable. Everyone's very comfortable. It's. You're just kind of using that argument to support your own view, your own agenda. Or right? Like you don't want to go out there mm. yourself. And so you use that excuse, that reason be like, you know, there's a lot of work to be done here. But in reality, you yourself don't do anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the credibility of the argument, it's like non-existent. Yeah. There work that needs to be done here, but if you feel the calling to go out there, then come with me. Like, if you want to build churches here, by all means, do it. You're not gonna do it, <laughs> but but if you want to do it, right? I'm just recruiting people to go with me, partner up with me. Mm-hmm. But churches get very like people get very sensitive. Like they feel attacked, right? They hear like you know Jesus talked about like great commission, and then talked about the need of preaching the gospel to people who will like never hear about the gospel in like Islamic nations so like we need to go out there and then they're like you're like thinking I don't want to do that it's dangerous it's hot there are like weird bugs out there right I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> give up my comfortable American like first world yeah. comfort lifestyle 
And so I, but then I can't say that. I can't admit that. I can't be like, I don't want to go to Saudi Arabia. Sorry, I like my Netflix too much. They but, can't say that. That's how they're feeling inside, but they can't say that. So then they turn it around and goes, I think there are a lot of work here. I think God's calling me to yeah. stay here and build up my church. But then you look at their life, they don't really... Scroll on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like three hours. Right? Maybe they're doing their own thing. Uh, I am generalizing and I am assuming a lot here. But at least from my experience, people who do say things like, oh, there are a lot of things to do here. They don't really do anything here. You get, you get what I'm saying? How do no, we, I, think, like, I think you also mentioned a good point where it's like, what does God call you to do, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like, I mean, you could even be in the perspective where like, you know, you have a really good life here, like in the beautiful lands of Sacramento. But then like God's just like, nah, and just yanks you out. Yeah. In that case, it's like, yeah, definitely. Like there's always more work to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like no ministry is going to be perfect, right? But it's like, you know, like God yanks you out of one place, puts you in another place. Yeah. And it's like sometimes, <clears throat> even if you don't want to leave, Right? Yeah. Like sometimes God calls you to those things because he like convicts you and whatnot. But yeah. I met up with Eugene actually. Eugene. You know Eugene. Um, <coughs> He's my old uh, youth pastor. Yeah, he was uh, Javen's old youth pastor, and then I met up with him. We had lunch together. And we we're just kind of catching up, chopping it up, and we came up with this topic. We started talking about this topic of um, calling into like pastoral position at church. There's like. God calling you to pastor pastoral le- leadership, and then he said he said anyone who wakes up and goes, "I want to become a pastor," is a moron. <laughs> as harsh that sounds, and I think what he was trying to say, he was a little cranky, but I think what he was trying to say was. People don't usually like wake up and go. That's I dream. want to, you know, be a pastor when I grow up. Usually, God's calling. It's a, it's a bad. It's, it's a usually, difficult path. Yeah, it's is a dip- difficult path. It's like why would you want to go into this field where you will be criticized every little thing that you do? You'll have no support. You'll be challenged the hell out of by like spiritual warfare, right? Because you're the leader of the church. You're gonna get attacked. Um, there's no like perfect scenario of satisfying everybody. You satisfy one group of people and the other people will start complaining. And just, you know, you guys all serve in church settings. Like, it's difficult. You essentially right? like give up your comfortable sense of privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Because like now like all eyes are on you. Like yeah. if you do something then it's like that's the talk of the church. Right. Pretty much. And you have to humble yourself. You have to learn to learn. And another thing he said was like, I can teach you like all the theology, right? I can teach you about Calvinism, Armenianism, whatever he learns, like history beyond Bible. But I cannot teach you how to love. And that's what stumps a lot of people is that they go into seminary and come out and be like, oh, since I know I have all these knowledge and experience, I am ready to be a pastor. But then once they start serving and meeting up with people, they realize I have no tolerance for people <laughs> right like this guy's an idiot like that guy's a jerk she is she talks too much like all these gossip happening i am so sick of these people and then they close themselves up and just be this robot who goes up and just preach and then after like they shut off 
right? It's people not knowing how to love others, and that's what causes a lot of hurt within the church. I feel like, you know what I mean? And so it's so hard. Like the point, is, the the main point is, it's hard being a pastor. It's hard being a leader, and that's why I think we have to collectively try our best to like show more appreciation to like church leaders. But it's it's funny. Like when my old church, we like had a drama and we split up, and I was a leader, like praise leader there, right? I think you were there too. And it's like one's first service where we didn't have a pastor. We didn't have anybody. And I had to lead um, praise for both like Korean adults and the college and like young adults and then like little kids. <laughs> right? Like because, because there's no more departments. Like church split up. Right? And so there's zero department. Everybody's like joint service. And I had to like lead worship for all these people. And then they were like complaining. So I did like you know, basic, like, really easy song that everyone knows, like, like, how great is our God, right. and, you know, right over, right? And then the next day, my mom comes up to me, because she played the piano, and she's like, yeah, a lot of the adults complain, you need to do more hymns, All right? So, like, okay, so I translated, or, like, a lot of the hymns are translated, so I did a bunch of hymns, and then, and then, like, some, someone from, like, our college group came right. up. I was like, yo, like, some people are not feeling the hymns. Right. I was like, make yourself feel it then. Damn. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's like, you can't please everyone. And then I tried doing both. And then they start complaining, like, it's too loud. And some people complaining right. that, like, it's too long or it's too short. Where, where, is, where is the sweet spot? Or sometimes what is even worse is, like, you do 10-minute worship session and then you hear both criticisms, like too long and too short. <laughs> too medium. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, I can't imagine like what, pa- what pastors would have to go through, right? Like how irritating it would be for someone to be like, yeah, your sermon's too long. <laughs> or your sermon's too dry. You need to add more humor. So you're teaching how to preach now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to say all that, yeah, we appreciate you, Peerage. That's your roast of the day. It's not really a roast. It's a blessing, <laughs> but, but yeah, appreciate you, Peerage. We appreciate you, PJ. Piku, maybe if he's Piku. listening. What do you mean, Piku? Maybe if he's listening. Oh, like, oh, it's okay. Even if he doesn't, PJ doesn't listen to this. But if Piku doesn't listen, to this, <laughs> we'll shout Piku out. Piku, we love you, dude. Piku is on a different level, dog. He cleans the urinals here. For real? Yeah, the dude's like the most nicest dressed. Cause he's the pastor, but then once everyone leaves this building, you see him like in rubber gloves, like scrubbing Dang. the toilets. And then his son June has to like help him, which sucks. But yeah, that guy, that guy is a humble beast. Yeah, I don't know why we went on this rant, but to bring it close, yeah, I'll see you at seminary school. So. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 I feel like you're just not really listening to me right now. No, I think uh, I'm kind of hurt. Not I'm kind of hurt by that. Enunciating well. Oh, okay. I'll announce it better. Okay. I will see you at the seminary school. <laughs> I actively did not listen. To <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? You 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 gonna say yes? Or are you gonna close it? <laughs> <laughs> I was until you opened your mouth. 
sounded like you were gonna say something. Dang. Okay. No. Okay. Just a small thing. But I remember I talked to to PJ about this because I remember us talking at retreat, and I was just like, "Yo, like, I talked to a few pastors in the past, and they're just like, like, if you really wanna kind of learn more about the Bible, like, on a more deeper level, learn about the culture as well, like, like seminary isn't just for pastors. Yeah. Seminary is for people who also just want to learn about the Bible too. So I was like, yeah, considering. It's crazy that I mentioned that. Yeah. But, it's a sign. Go to seminary. Yes. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I read it in a seminary website that majority of seminary students go out to become lawyer or Lawyers? practice law. Yeah. Why? I think it, like learning how to dissect the words, learning how to do your research behind these words. I think there's a connection there. I totally, I forgot what the actual correlation was, but stati- I was looking at the statistics and it said majority of students who graduate from the seminary go off to practice law. I guess like when you're evangelizing, you have to be able to research, like construct like an argument almost. Yeah. But also I think a part of it is also how there is a huge chunk in like the perspective of Christianity where people do view laws as like very like how do I word it like court like where it's like that's how Christianity is where it's like you follow laws yeah you like abide them if you like a rule book exactly right that's like one big way that people perceive the Bible yeah which is maybe like it stems from maybe the way that the seminary teaches the Bible yeah maybe that's like a factor for sure yeah so I'll see you at seminary yeah, and you never know, Javen. We might see you there too. <laughs> nah. And even you, David. You never know. Yeah, Can not we me. Study together and have study. Hell no, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right, but this has been the one officially one of the longest episode we did, if any, think the longest. Would you like to close us off, Sam? No. Okay. Thank you for joining <laughs> Paint the Jungle. Ted, come back. That was just the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> just the jungle. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>